Welcome to the broadcast. This is the 28th day of January 2024. It's in Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network, republicbroadcasting.org. If you have the means and the ability to keep the network going, please do so and help, help the network uh, stay on the air. My counterpart down there in Round Rock needs to get paid and so forth and so on. So this isn't... This isn't like some networks where, you know, there's nobody there. There's there's somebody always here at RBN that needs to get paid, so remember them. Um, well, where are we at? Where the kitchen sink, as predicted by many of us, the kitchen sink already, we're 28 days into 2024. The kitchen sink's really, really coming at us from many different directions, a lot of kitchen sinks. So we've got this Middle East stuff, to which we're going to have to talk about this latest killing, allegedly, of some of our troops. You know, it's it's fascinating to watch the usual suspects, the warmongers in our country. Um. When, when some of our, when we take some losses, and our troops are abroad, our troops are in somebody else's sovereign nation, the nation of Syria. Never, our troops were never invited in there. We just, in a bellicose fashion, decided, as Trump said, take the oil. Just move on in there. And I know that there's this talking about Syria and President Assad being an Iranian proxy and the usual Middle East triple speak. You know, the same thing with Hezbollah, the same thing with Hamas. You know, there's all this stuff out here. And and, and, it's a lot of people parroting military industrial kind of complex talking points um but it's it's isn't it interesting how how many times russia has been hit by our proxy ukraine's drones moscow's been hit so we get our we get our panties in a bunch because our troops are spread out all over this world. And we had some guys in Jordan. Now King Hussein, did he you know, is there joint operations going on with the Jordanian government and so forth? You got very high tensions with Israel right now and this sort of thing, you know, it's it's hard to say when you're dealing with these murky operations abroad. But we get our we get our panties in a bunch when we get uh, hit. A couple of our guys get killed and so forth when uh, us and our proxies go around doing this on a constant basis to other countries violating their territorial integrity and doing it right in their backyard. So I try to keep these things in perspective due to the fact that I, 
I was in the military. I saw this firsthand, this projection of global power, of empire, and so forth. And this whole idea that we've got all of our boys and girls running around in all these different hundreds and hundreds of military bases scattered across the, the world. And then the very same government is facilitating an invasion, an orchestrated, sick, twisted invasion through our now, hell, they're landing in these boats in La Jolla, California. You know how rich La Jolla is, folks? <clears throat> I used to live in Southern California. You know how rich La Jolla is? That's the hoity-toity area. And it looks like something out of Spain. Remember, they're coming up on these boats in Spain and running up on the beach. So now we're seeing similar things happen here. You know, Europe's just ahead of us by some years. And so... We've got people with diseases and who knows what else just landing on our shores, walking through these border fences that are all full of holes. You've got gas lighting going on all over the place. This big convoy. I mean, this is so ripe for some sort of a provocateur incident. It's not even funny just like January 6th. So this this is really a continuation. I mean this is this is the Trudeau trucker operation. Um, it's it's so alarming and kind of sad, but you almost have to laugh at it because you know, it just watching them constantly do this the same sort of things over and over. And so are we going to see a bunch of these uh, people involved with this convoy sort of thing? Are they going to be debanked very quickly here? Are they going to be locked up and this sort of thing? You know, you've got this. H.R. 6981, and I covered this a little bit last week, Preventing Private Military Activity Act of 2024. And, the, and these two freak show Jewish thugs in the Congress, Jamie Raskman and this Goldman character, the heir to the Levi Strauss, uh, I guess, money. Raskin, I mean, this guy... I'm not made fun of them numerous times before, but these two are like spearheading this Preventing Private Military Activity Act of 2024, where basically you can't, you and one of your buddies, you go out running around doing some firearms training with each other, maybe uh, some land navigation or cover and concealment techniques and, you know, maybe some squad tactics with you and some of your people in your neighborhood, let's say, just kind of to form some sort of a little, you know, defense force. Oh, this kind of stuff's going to be, they want to make it a federal crime. So at the very same time, you're seeing this massive freaking 
uh, influx of what more than more than the population of 33 of our states. They're saying have, have done, done walk through this border, flown in, um, sailed in, whatever you want to call it. So, with no further ado, I, I did a broadcast last night with Sean Surplus from down in Australia. You can find it on WTFR on the archive.org. We went for a couple hours talking about this, but I'm going to play it on this broadcast due to the fact that some of you might not have heard it. But this was big, uh, Rents, Jeff Rents video, and it's about 13 minutes long. But the the orator is very, very good and concise, and, and it's worth playing just to have in the archive. So, Mr. Producer Clip 1, whenever you get that ready, um, let's go ahead and play that while we've got time. You're about to see and hear a special and urgent program on the consequences of open borders on the remnant and fast-disappearing white majority of America. The United States of America is under attack, and the Biden regime is actively aiding the attackers. This is an urgent and existential crisis. How, why, and when did America's borders collapse, and who is behind it? The federal government has an obligation to the people of the United States to protect its borders and to protect the people from invasion, occupation, and the replacement of the American people. This is not happening. It is an act of war against America by invaders. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution guarantees that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 acknowledges the states have a sovereign right to protect their borders. The failure of the the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to the states the right of self-defense to stop the invaders. The Biden administration has said Israel has a right to self-defense because Israel's borders were violated and invaded. Indeed, America has rushed to defend Israel's borders, yet the Biden regime says that Texas has no right to self-defense, and Texas must allow the invasion and even work for the invaders. To almost all federal lawmakers, politicians, bureaucrats hold that Israel has a right to exist in self-defense on stolen land, but America doesn't. Israel has a right to build walls, but America doesn't. Whose interests do America's open borders serve? Israel has a right to defend itself. Israel has the right, indeed the obligation, to defend itself. Is the government of America serving the people of America or someone else who has captured the American government? In this commentary, we make the case it's the latter. America has a captured treasonous Zionist government. The American government, whether in the hands of Democrats or Republicans, serves Jewish interests in Israel. How do we know this for certain? Because all presidents of the last 76 years since Israel was founded, including Trump and Biden, hold that Israel has a right to self-defense, yet American states no longer have that right, despite the Constitution clearly giving them that right. The federal government has broken the constitutional compact between the United States and the states. It was this that caused the Civil War and cost 750,000 American lives. The American Civil War was about states' rights and not about slavery. Get that in your head. We have to ask, is America on the verge of another Civil War? This time over open borders and population replacement, the executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states and including immigration laws passed by the Congress, President Biden has refused to uphold and enforce those laws. 
It can be argued he's gone out of his way to treasonally violate them. The consequences has been a never-ending flood of immigrants, which he promised would happen in 2017. He has delivered. We'll shortly show you him saying so. The Biden regime has not been actively prosecuting illegal invaders for the federal crime of illegal entry. He has instead directed federal lawyers to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border in self-defense. President Biden has instructed federal agencies not to enforce federal statutes. These are laws that allow the detention of illegal immigrants. By not doing so, some six million invaders have entered the United States between 2021 and the beginning of 2024. This is greater than the population of 33 American states. Do you understand the gravity of the situation? You must know that absolutely nothing is known about these people, including some estimated 50,000 communist Chinese nationals who have recently entered America. While President Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken are apoplectic about Hamas crossing into Israel, they have no such concerns about Chinese crossing into the American homeland and are working against state governors seeking to protect America when the Biden regime will not. Yet the January 6 patriots were said to have invaded the Capitol building in the worst invasion since Federation. Yet the illegal invading across open borders are of no interest. Give us a break. Can you see what's going on? The America government has gone rogue against the American people. The open borders and working against the states is treason by Biden and the dual national Jew Anthony Blinken. Both must immediately be indicted and every Jew in the Biden regime must be removed as there is a program to collapse America from the inside by internationalist globalists who seek world government of which the American Constitution stands in its way. We identify the culprits in this commentary. Now enjoy the program. The invaders are now breaking into America by land and sea. This is another group of invaders coming ashore at La Jolla. They're being lured to America. They know the borders are wide open. They're told great largesse awaits them. Are they to blame for national break and enter, or is it the traitors and criminals who have planned, financed, orchestrated, and facilitated the invasion? So who is behind your replacement and extermination in the land your ancestors built, defended, and bequeathed to you as your legacy? Who is doing this to America? Wait a moment and we'll tell you. If you speak up to what's happening, you're now called a white supremacist. If you point out we're being invaded to be replaced, you're deemed a domestic terrorist if you state the obvious that this is white replacement and the democide of Caucasians. The Jewish Anti-Defamation League attack dog calls you anti-Semitic. If you point out we have a Jewish and Zionist occupied government that is behind the invasion and destruction of the majority white formerly Christian race, which built America... Some 85% of senior cabinet and government administrative positions are occupied by Jews who are less than 2% of America's population. They're way overrepresented. That's explained by nepotism, for which Jews are notorious to create power cliques. They own 96% of the mainstream media. They dominate Wall Street, big tech, Hollywood, and own or control all the major corporations that count. The American Congress has been bought, bribed, and blackmailed. The Jew Jeffrey Epstein was just one of Israel's blackmailers working for Israel's security agency, Mossad. That's not a secret anymore. The Jewish Israel lobby controls Congress. Nobody stays elected or they confront Jewish power, their money and influence peddling. If you've never heard of the American Israel Public Affairs Committee, look them up. They illegally operate inside the United States as a lobby for Israel in open contravention of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. But regulators and Politicians are so captured that they refuse to rein in IPAC. Even the nation's richest man, Elon Musk, was forced to go to Israel and Auschwitz to show his subservience to the Jews when he criticized them and agreed white replacement is real. 
They even openly tell us we're to be exterminated or replaced if you listen carefully. Just watch the ads on TV. You'd think whites are a minority and white men are buffoons. It's Jewish-owned and controlled media. Even the president confirms your replacement fate and the traitors deny it when you point it out. They call you a supremacist for repeating their own boasts. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Non-stop. Non-stop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent for the first time in 2017 will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. America has been taken over. It's been captured for Jewish interests and Israel. White people are a threat to Jewish interests and their supremacy. They have taken over the key levers of power. The same is happening in Europe. They even have the temerity to promise the white race won't survive if they resist their replacement miscegenation and extermination fate as a homogeneous peoples. Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural. And I think we're going to be part of the throes of that of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic uh, uh, societies that they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. They are now going into a multicultural mode, and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. This replacement also goes for the 13.6% of black people who constitute the current American population. There is no love for black Americans by Hispanic, Chinese, and African invaders. We want to make it emphatically clear that wanting a homogeneous nation with unifying values and culture doesn't mean hating other peoples and cultures. We want to make that absolutely clear. Nobody should hate other people in their own nations, even if their government is rogue as in Israel. All people have equal value in their own homelands where they belong amongst their own people, history, and culture. If they have issues with tyranny, totalitarianism, corruption, or poverty, then stay home and fix your nation. Just as the American colonists did with the British, freedom is not free. Sneaking into other people's nations to freeload off their hard-won freedom is spineless. Diversity also doesn't mean interracial coexistence within the living space of a homogeneous people and not the melting pot, which, by the way, was a play written by the Jews. Israel Zangwill to deracinate America, which eventually came to pass with the 1965 Immigration and Nationality Act, sponsored by the Jew Congressman Emanuel Seller, who agitated to eliminate the national origin quotas as a basis for immigration restrictions. It was to usher in the end of white Christian America. The white America policy of the Johnson-Reed Immigration Act of 1924 was killed by seller that's created the racial atomization America is now experiencing and is going to tear the nation apart. So much so that white men don't even want to join the military who openly hates them and holds them down, instead favoring diversity, equity, and inclusion candidates. Go figure, white men are now a security threat in their own homeland. Diversity means diversity of nations that comprise the whole of humanity. We're being reframed by the dishonest use of language by globalists. We must ask, who are the internationalist globalists? The great industrialist Henry Ford accurately identified them as the eternally wandering Jews who temporarily live amongst the nations as unassimilated interlopers until they're inevitably booted out for their mischief, menace, and fomenting division. 
It's happened 1,030 times in 109 city-states, kingdoms, and nations from 1200 B.C. to the present. The Jews know this, so they seek to dilute, displace, and divide their hosts to attain Jewish security, supremacy, and their own interests. Diversity means diversity of nations that comprise the whole of humanity. We're being reframed by the dishonest use of language by globalists. We must ask, who are the internationalist globalists? The great industrialist Henry Ford accurately identified them as the eternally wandering Jews who temporarily live amongst the nations as unassimilated interlopers until they're inevitably booted out for their mischief, menace, and fomenting division. It's happened 1,030 times in 109 city-states, kingdoms, and nations from 1200 B.C. to the present. The Jews know this, so they seek to dilute, displace, and divide their hosts to attain Jewish security, supremacy, and their own interests. We must wake up in America. Never in history has a group of people so cooperated and acquiesced with their own destruction. Every other people's has responded by expelling the Jews when they've proved a domestic threat, but America has stood down. It will result in the end of America as we've known it. The first step to mounting a defense is to recognize there is an enemy at the gates. Who is the enemy and what do they want? You now know they want you and your family gone or at least your power to defend yourself. Gone. It's not hapless, opportunist invaders who are the real problem. We can ultimately frog-march the illegals to the border and deport them, but it's the unseen traitors who cause the problem, who remain hidden to perpetuate mischief unless we identify them, name them, and strip them permanently of all power, as many societies have repeatedly done to the Jewish menace. The La Jolla invaders are the effect and not the cause of the problem. It's those who facilitate them that are the problem, and they're deeply embedded inside America and have taken total control. Criticize them, and they'll deplatform you, debank you, and even humiliatingly make you go to Auschwitz to weep for their Holocaust canard as they did with Elon Musk, who is beholden to them for his finance debt and the corporate chokehold they have over him. Wake up, wake up, wake up before it's too late. All right, you can stop that there. And so, you know, I've listened to that probably twice, three, I've listened to that probably about four or five times now and it's pretty good it, but does it give you let's say you're looking at a algebra equation it does it give you everything no but it gives you most of it um michael yan you know the big combat correspondent the guy that's always in panama at this darien gap area he put, a, he put a tweet out yesterday, and it says, The Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, HIAS, is actively helping these invaders into the United States. I made this video and many more in Darien Gap, Panama, and it's a bunch of these guys on these, these boats going, going you know, up the rivers here and so forth. Ben Shapiro at Daily Wire News is accused of helping fund HIAS in their invasion of the United States. He's calling out Ben Shapiro. We respect it fully. Asked Ben Shapiro to confirm or deny financial support of HIAS. So it's pretty interesting that Michael Yan called him out specifically. So while Ben Shapiro has been going crazy about the, I would say, operation in Israel, this October 7th operation, which has the Israeli 
military and intelligence fingerprints all over it. <clears throat> um, he allegedly, quite possibly, could be somehow involved with the invasion of the United States from all of these people. Some of them could be quite hostile, as we see with these large numbers of Chinese that have been documented, these military-aged men not looking like refugees, looking more like they're on a, a mission. And some of the other folks coming from hostile Marxist regimes. And look, looking over the history of our empire tampering with governments in Central and South America – assassinating leaders, setting up tin pot uh, dictators and so forth, being involved <clears throat> on all sides of the political spectrum down there. You mean to look at this, you know, analytically with and keep your emotions out of it. You're like, you know what? A lot of these people in Central and South America got a real right to be pissed off at the, government of the United States. Unfortunately, we as these inhabitants here, we're going to get some of that flack as well. Even though none of us had a damn thing to do with it, it was all this secret, you know, shadow government baloney going on for all these decades. And so they're running all these ops, you know, in all these countries I mean, just look at uh, Colombia, this country, with all of the – and Peru and Ecuador, with the history of the cocaine game, uh, the trafficking, and I mean, my gosh. You know, these Colombians now, you've got organized groups of Colombians now that are drugging um, these tourists and robbing them of everything they've got, and killing some of them, torturing some of them. So as Colombia ha has become this uh, hot spot of pre pretty much what you would say sex tourism, they're hitting all these tourists with this sculpamine, this uh, devil's breath, <laughs> and then getting them like in a zombie state. And then these guys are carrying around these cell phones that are jacked into their bank accounts and, and everything else, credit cards or whatever, and they're cleaning these guys out of tens of thousands of dollars. You can watch them on YouTube. I was I was drugged and robbed in Colombia. And you're just like, sheesh, you're you're down there, you meet some nice looking little lady, but she's hooked up with a bunch of gangsters. And they what they do is and the the ladies will come over to your Airbnb or whatever and the next thing you know, you're, you're getting everything you own stolen and all your bank accounts cleaned out via you know, hacking into your phones and getting the passwords from you and all that while you're under the influence of this devil's breath. But ba basically, back to, I wanted to address this because, and I hear the, the, the music's going to be on in a minute, but uh, we got to talk about Rome and its, its place in the Jesuit order and its place with this invasion as well. And this go we we could talk about uh, the murder of Scalia down there on the border and all that stuff. So we're going to address some of this when we come back. Keep listening, Incendiary Radio. <laughs> 
You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilajit literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilajit has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultation are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects email tom at republicbroadcasting.org t-o-m at republicbroadcasting.org
Public Broadcasting Network. So I want to talk about the parallels once again, <clears throat> just so we we when I'm looking at this equation of the the flood into our country and into Europe, into Canada, all countries that were or are or were or used to be majority European stock. So you've got the Kalergi plan that was formed over there in Europe, Kudenhoff Kalergi, Richard Kudenhoff Kalergi, and then you've got the Kalergi Award and all that that's presented to all these folks in, in Europe. And then you've got over here Catholic Charities, Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, and so forth. And then all these NGOs that are affiliated with the UN. But the parallels with the Jesuit order and the Jewish mafia and their machinations of this flood here into the United States. Um, I covered the Scalia thing pretty extensively. And when David Knight was still at InfoWars. He he was down there with, I think, Joe Biggs and some other people were down there. Um, Cibolo Creek Ranch, I'm going off the top of my head, down there near the border, right? And uh, Trump, was, Trump was around right around the time um, <clears throat> anti-Pope Francis was, was also in that area. <clears throat> and... the machinations of the Jesuits and then even if you get into Catholic apologetics and you can look up Americanism is a heresy and I've covered this a few weeks ago, but some of the prelates in Rome really looked at freedom of conscience, let's say in matters of faith and religion and that sort of thing. Uh, as as heretical and look i i understand where they're coming from in a way because look at where it's these countries that had the enlightenment the the protestant reformation and so forth look where it's led them into debauchery chaos everything but look at the catholic countries spain italy and so forth, where the church used to have a much more robust role, and they're they're in dire straits as well. So this is this is like the great falling away that's been talked about as far as order, faith, tradition, and this sort of stuff. And Jesuitry and Jewry has really moved this forward. Now, in that video we played, where the narrator talked about how many times the Jews have been kicked out of various realms, countries, and that sort of thing. Quite a bit. But what a lot of people don't know is how many times the Jesuit order has been kicked out of numerous, numerous realms and countries. Okay, For doing the, when you're talking about behaviors and why they got booted, very, very similar behavior patterns where fomenting um, 
discord, uh, assassinations, regicide. So, you know, you get into all the various Jewish factions that were involved with assassinations and murders of a lot of the monarchs and um, royal families in Europe and so forth. The Jesuits were also up to very, very similar uh, behaviors and that sort of thing. And so when, like, let's say a, a monarch would become Protestant, next thing you know, the Jesuits get sicked onto this person. And next thing you know, their country is in turmoil. You've got, you know, riots and you've got financial upheavals and all this other sort of stuff. So very, very similar patterns of behavior between these kind these two factions. And the Protocols of Zion mentions the Jesuits as, and I'm just kind of, kind of, as, as, as a possible formidable kind of foe. Okay. Now, do they have the same end game and goals? You could argue that whether you believe that the Jesuits are a bunch of cryptos that have basically influ in, you know, uh, made a headway into the power structures in Rome. You know, you got to get into the history of Loyola and Linez and a, and a bunch of these other characters that were like the founders and the the real progenitors of the order. But let's just say the behavior patterns are are, are strikingly similar between these groups and how many times they've been kicked out of countries and for skullduggery and malfeasances. Very, very interesting. And so when you look at the machinations of the modern Vatican, uh, it's very hostile to uh, any kind of homogene homogeneity as far as racial uh, makeups of nations. And so uh, it, it's like, you know, Rome has its own hand in wanting to calergiize the United States as well. So whether it's the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society or the U U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops, and, you know, I've been playing this stuff to where people are exposing, and even some of the Protestant denominations, some of the evangelical Lutherans and some of the uh, Presbyterians and so forth, they're involved in some of this stuff too with um, – this immigrant influx and just giving these folks aid and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so I just needed to point that out. Now I'm going to get back into Judaism, strange gods here. Jews may kill non-Jews. If a Gentile kills a Jew, the Gentile is to be killed. But if a Jew kills a Gentile, the Jew is to go free. Babylonian Talmud, Sanhedrin 57a. Relying upon the code of Maimonides and the Halakha, the Gush Emanim leader, Rabbi Israel Ariel, stated, a Jew who killed a non-Jew is exempt from human judgment and has not violated the re religious prohib prohib pro prohibition of murder. Jewish blood and the blood of a goy are not the same thing. Yitzhak Ginsburg. 
one of the Lubavitcher sects leading authorities on Jewish mysticism. The St. Louis-born rabbi, who also has a degree in mathematics, speaks freely of Jews' genetic-based spiritual superiority over non-Jews. Ginsburg told, told Jewish Week, if a Jew needs a liver, can you take the liver of an innocent non-Jew passing by to save him? The Torah would probably permit that. Jewish life has an infinite value. There is something infinitely more holy and unique about Jewish life than non-Jewish life. What grants the racist religious opinions of a deeper and far-reaching impact is the fact that for the last decade, followers of the Zionist religious current who form nearly 10% of the population have been seeking to take control of the army and security institutions. They're doing so through volunteering for service in special combat units. The spokesperson's office in this Israeli army says that although the percentage of followers from this current is low in the state's demographic makeup, they're far more than 50% of the officers of the Israeli army and more than 60% of its special unit commanders. According to an opinion poll of religious officers, and soldiers supervised by the interdisciplinary center Herzliya and published last year, 2007, more than 95% of religious soldiers and officers say that they will execute orders from the elected government and their leaders in the army only if they are in harmony with the religious opinions issued by leading rabbis and religious authorities. So you see them smoking these kids that are walking with a white flag out there looking for food or whatever, and they, they, just mow them down. You you kind of get where this is going because um, you're seeing more and more of this. So <clears throat> let's, um, Mr. Producer, get clip two ready. This is Alex Jones today. Now I want you to listen to this very very closely because. I, I was I was listening today, and I'm like, you know, Alex goes out of his way to make sure that the Iranians are blamed for the October 7th stand-down slash operation, um, kind of self-inflicted false flag um, on... The Israelis, okay? Now, there, I got another article up I want to have ready. Um, okay, so go ahead and play clip two, and let's listen to it, but listen very keenly. Last of it. Meanwhile, we have GOP hawks press Biden to target Iran directly over soldiers' death. We have uh, the, tur- the, the psycho turtle Mitch McConnell and others. Uh, saying that they want to see a serious response for the three U.S. service members killed yesterday and more than 20 wounded when a suicide drone, I guess they're all suicidal, they're crashing into you, uh, but no person on board, wasn't a real kamikaze like World War II, the real pilot in the Zero fighter plane flying into an aircraft carrier uh, or into a uh, cruiser or into a destroyer. Uh, But uh, nonetheless, they're beating the drums extremely heavily for that. So, if the United States starts carpet bombing or doing an operation praying Manus 2.0 and blowing up the entire Iranian fleet uh, there off their coast, Iran has said, and I think they'll follow through, that they'll activate Islamic cells they've got by the hundreds of thousands in Europe, by the tens of thousands in the U.S. conservatively, and will be able to wreak havoc 
that will make 9-11 look like a walk in the park. And, I, and I'm not lessening the, the terrible things that happened on 9-11. The globalists themselves could provocateur and state something as the election diversion. Let's all just get behind the commander-in-chief and they could state something and say Iran did it ahead of attacking Iran and then be- hoping Iran activates their sleeper cells across Europe and the, the U.S. and the rest of the Western world. So this is not going to remove the Islamicist. They've got bunkers and safe houses everywhere. They don't care if millions of their people died. They lost over a million in the proxy war with the U.S. in the 1980s in the Iran-Iraq war. And it'll actually strengthen the Malula's hand, who are very unpopular with the younger population that's more than half the population is below the age of 35. And so they need a good war. And they're also allied with Russia and with China. And we're getting a lot of high-tech weapons from them. And they've got very capable militia, what they call it, the Quds Force, who is allowed to operate on all the major media platforms, allowed to be on Facebook, allowed to be on X. And I'm saying, fine, let them be on there so we can watch what they're doing. But, man, they're, they're on there saying they are ready to go. And you look at who runs these X accounts and Facebook accounts with millions of followers, and it is officers in the Iranian military in Canada in the United States, in Mexico, all over Central and South America. They're all over the place. They're all over Europe, and they're organized, and they usually run criminal operations, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, sex trafficking to make their money. They see us as the enemy. And then they funnel that money back to Iran. And it's just absolutely disgusting and extremely dangerous. So, obviously... It's not good to have some of our troops killed in Jordan. It's not good to have ships attacked in the Red Sea out of Yemen. And I think that the response to those groups should be proportionate. And that with the satellites and all the things that the United States has, it'll be very easy to stop bombarding, to start bombarding uh, the uh, Hezbollah Quds Force in Syria in Lebanon, and in Gaza. And I'm all for it uh, if we wake up tomorrow and hear the Ayatollah Khomeini, you know, himself just ate some food and had a heart attack and died. But they're insulated, and that's not going to happen. So if there's any major military action, it will very quickly lead to terror attacks all over the West, we'll lose our rights, the borders will stay wide open, this logic's murdered, the TSA will grope your testicles even harder and fill your wife's breast even harder and put you in even stronger body scanners while the border's wide open. And then there's a, and and that's bare minimum, there's a very good chance that Iran will just float a barge or submarine to the coastline of Tel Aviv and detonate a atomic bomb and vaporize most of the city. Then Israel is going to go completely crazy. Iran's going to deny they did it. And Israel is going to hit all the major cities in Iran with nuclear weapons. And then if you look at the way these countries operate, India and Pakistan will start nuking each other. There's nukes all over Eastern Europe. NATO's already saying imminent, prepare for imminent war in the next few months with Russia. They're preparing for national 
drafts in Sweden and Germany and the UK. I mean, and, and there's a mainline reports out of NATO saying this is the beginning of a new war scenario, a new war economy that's never going to end, basically. So you wonder how they're going to get a cashless society and central bank digital currencies and do all this. They're going with war, folks. Totally insane, but that's what crazy elites do every time. So it is a pivotal moment. As Biden says, he will take serious action with a full-throated response. Stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, go ahead and stop there. So you get it. So target Tehran. GOP senators call on Biden to strike Iran in response to deadly proxy attack on U.S. troops. Senator Lindsey Graham brutally mocked by conservatives after demanding the U.S. hit Iran now, hit them hard. Widely roasted on social media by fellow Republicans after he issued a statement on Sunday afternoon. Senator was responding to reports of a drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members. You know, um, like I was saying at the beginning of the broadcast, we want to just, oh, my God, you you hit us. And it's, our troops are spread out all over the world. We've been doing things all over for decades. But, you know, we can, we can drone strike anybody anywhere. Yeah, Soleimani, you name it. It just, you know, this stuff really, I've been reading reports that the, we're going to move some of our nukes back to the United Kingdom. <clears throat> Think about this. It's 2024. Remember, and this was, this was kind of at the, at the onset of the rollout of the genetic sabotage injections. Remember when this Dr. David Martin, he started talking about when Social Security and Medicare begin to go insolvent, and that's just a few years off here. Medicare, like two to three years, Social Security, 2028-ish. You got this 2030 agenda. Think about uh, the Great Reset, the implementation of the CBDC, which Alex Jones was just talking about. You know, take down this population. You bring the new population in, you don't know them squat. Take down the people that have been paying into this system that think that they got something coming. Take them out, 5G them, vax them. You know, I I had so many articles on deaths on last week that I just didn't get to. I didn't have the time of people collapsing. And I got a few up here now in my tabs, but I had like five or six, seven of them right in a row, like former football players and all this crap. Uh, former All My Children guy, I remember 50 years old, I mean, chiseled, took care of his body, you know. And I've got a family member that's about to start chemo. They won't listen. 
they won't you know they wouldn't they wouldn't even bite for getting on the ivermectin or anything else some of these alternative attempts at cancer treatment and even the ones that can go alongside like ivermectin or whatever you hey you want to do your chemo but at least take this you know um it's just it's frustrating when you know people are so stuck in their head stuck in the tv that and i've always been known as kind of the crazy in the in the family and so when i send things i don't even get a response <laughs> uh you know uh, but medicare social security going broke soon going insolvent soon and what a what a perfect time to run a major depopulation operation especially in the in the financial straits that the country's in thanks to both trump obama all of them trump put us in some heavy debt folks during this COVID operation um added some serious trillions allegedly but of course once biden gets in here it's it's just all over um you know, I'm I'm seeing all over the place about the rabbi that was his name was Aaron Zion. He was selling uh, selling f- uh, baby foreskins all over Craigslist. <clears throat> and that article originally, I was digging around. It was originally from five years ago, but some people have picked up on it and they were kind of reprinting it on their various alternative media web platforms. But it. <sighs> It's really, really sick stuff. And but he was selling it like as an aphrodisiac and, and a cancer curing properties and all this weird trash, you know. Um, there's an article up on Involve and it's pretty funny. It's called it's called So What's Going On with the Jews? That's from four days ago. And it and basically it's like um it's kind of like this person's been um, kind of trolling people on Twitter. The anti-Semitism shown by community notes in this week's is unacceptable in my opinion. They have stated that Jewish people suck the blood out of uncircumcised baby penises. That Pornhub is owned by Solomon Friedman, an ordained rabbi. That the Israeli military attacked an unarmed U.S. Navy research ship in 1967, killing 34 and injuring 171. That the tunnels found under a synagogue were in fact built by Jewish people and that Jewish people have been expelled from 1,030 kingdom city-states and cities in 109 countries. Community notes should not be allowed to continue citing such hateful facts. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys on the other side.
republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.